Hello and welcome to The Noble Queen, a new podcast that I am just now releasing um, featuring me, your girl, Carlia, aka Noble's Queen, aka Queen Lion. Um, Welcome. This is my first podcast and with this podcast, we're going to be talking about any and everything under the sun. Um, Little warnings, if you don't like cussing, this is not the podcast for you. Cussing is part of my intelligence, okay? Um, so if you don't like it, you can kindly exit left. Um, here, this podcast is, like I said, talking about any and everything under the sun, but also gaining knowledge and just um, recording a journey, a journey of self, a journey of self-love, a journey of life. Um, I feel every day, every new day, um, you can learn something new. And that's what I'm here for. Um, So let's get into it. Uh, Before we get into it, into it, I would like to say that you can follow my social media. I do have Instagram at underscore nobles queen, which is N-O-B-L-E-S-K-W-E-E-N. Don't forget the underscore and the beginning of it. Um, Facebook, uh, Facebook is normally just for my own personal reasons. Um, I do be shenanigan on there though. So if you would like to see some of those shenanigans, you can follow me or add me. Um, my name is spelled K-A-R-L-I-A. Um, I should pop up. I'm one of the only one of those in this world. Um, let's see. I do have Snapchat. That is also Nobles Queen, which is N-O-B-L-E-S-K-W-E-E-N. So let's get into it. Um, today I wanted to talk about a leap of fucking faith. Um, because faith without works is dead and in anything you do in life. So you have to make sure that you tie your fucking camel. Um, and what do I mean by that? Like this podcast is a leap of faith. A lot of the times we just have to not operate in fear when we're going after something in life. Um, taking that step and knowing that you're covered. It's like, it feels like taking a a step off the cliff. (laughs) Um, I don't know if y'all ever seen that movie. Uh, what was it called? Onward. I think it was called. Um, it's a Disney movie about like these kids that are like wizards, but pretty much in the whole society because people stopped using their magic. Um, it disappeared. And so, they pretty much go on a journey of self-discovery is what I got from the movie. But there's this one part in it where the younger brother, he's the only one that can walk. There's like this space. They have to go from one cliff to another and there's a bridge that they can let down, but the lever for the bridge is on the other side of the cliff. And so he pretty much, there's a spell that he can use, but in order for the spell to work, he has to legitimately believe that the spell is working. That's the only way for it to work. And so that was kind of like an aha moment for me because it's like, man, like that saying faith without works is dead. It goes a lot of ways. Like it goes into manifestation, what you manifest for yourself because in what you affirming yourself as well. And also believing, believing in 
and God and spirit and your ancestors that they have you covered, you know? So it's like with that and what that movie brought home for me was like, I really have to put myself out there. I really have to take this step and not fear that I'm going to fall when I step off the cliff, but just really believe in myself and know that, hey, I'm going to take this step off this cliff and my ass is not going to fall. I'm not going to fall. <laughs> like, I am not going to fall at all. Like, I got this. And sometimes that is scary. And sometimes we can talk ourselves out of things. Like, I'm a Virgo. I'm a queen Virgo. My sun and my moon was conjunct when I was born. I'm a, th- a Virgo through and through. So it's like, I can overthink myself out of some shit real quick. Okay. And I'm a very logical person. So if it doesn't make sense logically, like even with doing a podcast, even with being an author, even with just anything in life that I put my mind to, I may have the talent behind it. Um, but I'm going to do research on it and research and research and research and research to the point where I research myself out of wanting to do it because it's like, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. I, I, I don't have all of these things to make it a success when really all you need is your true authentic self and just a stepping stone to start. You don't have to have everything. You feel me? So it's like, you just got to take that leap of faith, baby. Um, And this topic didn't hit me. Excuse me a moment. This topic didn't hit me until I sat down to start practicing. Yes, I practiced for my podcast in the first episode because I'm like, there was a lot of things that was withholding me from moving forward with it. I'm like, man, I don't have a name for it. I I don't have any topics. There's so many topics that I can talk about. There's so many topics that I want to talk about and just paint perspectives. And I want to change the narrative about a lot of things. I want to bring forth a lot of topics that may be taboo, especially in our community. In our community, I mean, African-American, Black, um, just people of color, things that we go through on a day-to-day, things that we may not be able to discuss because we don't have that safe space for discussing it. Um, So I decided to create my own safe space because this is my shit. (laughs) So it's safe here. is definitely a safe space here. And there's going to be a lot of things like talk about anything and everything under the sun. And that's just what I want to do with the Noble Queen podcast. Um, I had a friend of mine who told me like, Ayo, don't let a name stop you from doing this shit. The name going to come at the end of the day, be yourself, use your name. And that's where Noble's Queen came from. That's exactly where it came from because I am Noble's Queen. Um, Noble is my daughter. That's my princess. She came from me. And that is her legit birth name. And so thus here we are. Um, I also go by Queen Lion. Um, Lion is a family name for me. Um Back in the day, I have my hair locked now, but back in the day, especially when I was transitioning into being natural around like 2012, 2013, <laughs> um, I did not keep up with my hair. Like it was a lot for me. My hair is very, very thick. My hands start hurting trying to comb it. It just was a lot 
for me. And so I would just walk around in like a big old Afro puff. There would be days where it wouldn't be combs because all I had to do was get me a shoestring and slick that bad boy back, slap some gel up on the edges, brush it a little bit, put some uh, curling cream, spray it with some uh, bottled water. Not bottled water, but you know, you have your spray bottle of water. But I was just, that was my routine. Like in the morning, like, man, fuck this shit. I'm not about to sit here and comb this shit and twist it just for it not to come out how I want it to. Now, sometimes I did do it, but sometimes I didn't. And that's just my truth. Um, and one day I was just back um, really before FaceTime, definitely before I had a an iPhone. Um, this was more like the Skype and Uvu days, if y'all remember that. Um but me and my sister, we used to be on Uva. We was on all of them from the beginning. I remember buying a little webcam to put on my computer because I didn't have a camera that came in my computer. But um, we would be on Skype or Uva. We used them interchangeably. And she was like, oh, my God, you look like a lion. And that's how lion was born for me. But over the years, we've come to realize that it's so much deeper than that. Like that nickname, it came from her, but it came from spirit and our ancestors. And it just aligned with who I am and the strength and the courage that I display um, as a as a woman on her journey, authentically, as a woman that's learning to operate in her power authentically, as a woman that's learning to become a mother authentically and just that journey of parenting itself. Um, yeah. So lion, lion is um, a deep name for me. Um, it started off, like I said, as just a, a pet name that only she could call me like to this day, she's fine with other people calling me lion. But before in the beginning, it was like, no, that's my name. That's what I named her. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to give a little introduction and start taking this leap of faith. Um, and putting my work in. Because you have to tie your camel. I remember my daughter's father saying that all the time. Like, you can pray. And you can ask for certain things, but you ha you still have to tie your camel at the end of the day. You still have to do what you have to do at the end of the day. And that, to me, coexists with the phrase, faith without works is dead. Because it's like, well, how are you asking your spirit team for something? But one, you don't even believe that it's going to come. You don't believe that you deserve it. Two... You're not even putting in the work to clear your, your landing strip for it. You're asking for a house and money, whatever the case may be. Those are just examples, but you're not even set up to receive that stuff. So even though you are praying to it and you do have faith for it, you still have to take those steps. You still have to do what you have to do um, in order to receive the blessings. Um, because sometimes opportunities can pass you by because you wasn't ready for it yet. The opportunity may be to the right. You off looking to the left and down to the bottom. You feel me? Like you down looking at your feet when all you had to do was look up and the opportunity was right there. So you have to believe in yourself. Even if don't nobody believe in you, 
you damn sure got to believe in yourself. Um, there's a lot of naysayers out there. And a lot of the time, it's not even nothing that's personal. It's just because they can't see themselves doing it. So they're like, well, if I can't see myself doing it, then yo ass, how the fuck you going to do that? You feel me? So it's just like, you have to authentically believe in yourself. Authentically, baby. You have to mm, viciously believe in yourself. There's not anything that anybody can tell me about myself that I don't already know. There's not anything that anybody can say to me that would discourage me from doing what it is that I feel in my spirit, in my heart, in my soul to do. I've been talking about this podcast for years. I've been trying to incorporate other people into it because I honestly was scared to do it on my own. Even now, I have two microphones sitting in the house right now because I was supposed to do a a podcast with a friend. Me and that friend fell out. So now I'm like, do I just not do do I just not do it? Because what if we don't talk again? And if we do talk, it's going to take us time to build back up to where it was, to where we wanted to do the podcast together. So do I just put my dreams and the things that I want to do on hold? Or do I take that chance and that leap of faith and just viciously believe in myself? A lot of the times, it's not even what other people say or do to you or discourage you. I feel if you allow someone to discourage you, then that's that's on you, love. And I say this to myself a lot because it's like, I think back when I was in college and I I know I had to go to school. My mom only gave me two options. It's either join the, join the service or go to college. So I felt like I didn't have any other options. Service damn sure was not for me. Um, but School, I feel, wasn't for me either. I'm dyslexic. I get overwhelmed. I have testing anxiety. It was a lot. You know what I mean? Um, And there were certain things that I wanted to do that I wanted to major in. Because one, I'm very creative. A very, very, very creative person. And I wanted to do creative writing. Well, what you going to do with that for the rest of your life? How are you going to get money from what what you going to write for magazines? Like, what what, what you going to do with that? Okay, well, I want to do photography. Who going to pay you to take pictures? Well, how are you going to make money? You need to be making money. You you need to be doing something that can sustain you for the rest of your life. You feel me? And so that was a lot of the remarks that I had in 17 because I went to college when I was 17. Um, 17-year-old Carlia through like up until recently, quite honestly, felt the need to be validated from other people. Well, if my mom is saying that I can't do this shit and that's my mom, then I can't do this shit. Like she got a point. Like what the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? That's crazy. And I did have a plan when I went to school. It was to get into nursing, but again, dyslexic, (laughs) testing anxiety. And I don't really fucks with math and science like that. Like, I can get it. I can do equations, but word problems and all of that stuff, it just was not for me. And I remember being in a science class. One, it was an evening class from like 6 to 8 or 6 to 7.30, somewhere around there. But the teacher, it just didn't make sense what he was talking about. And I wasn't the only one that failed the class, but everybody, like every single one of his classes failed. Um, And it just... It was very discouraging for me because I was like, well, there goes my plan. Like, what do I do now? And it just kind of rocked my boat. 
And so I've just been on this journey of like self-discovery ever since then. And I've learned along the way. Like I don't know everything, but for myself, I've learned to validate myself, to stop seeking validation from outside sources. Um, I can do it if I believe I can do it. I can do it if I put my mind to it. I can do all of this shit. Um, Even with parenting, I found a quote. I can't remember what social media form it was on, but I found a quote and the quote said, um, with your children, you shouldn't say so much that you're proud of them. What you should ask them is if they're proud of themselves. Um, And that is helping build themselves up, helping them to have validation within themselves, having them to be proud of themselves. Um, Because if you as a parent keep saying like, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you, subconsciously, they're going to be seeking to make you proud for their whole lives instead of seeking to make themselves proud and doing things that make them happy and doing things that make them proud. It's a subconscious kind of thing where it's like, well, my mom doesn't approve or my mom, you know, like it's also another form of pressure um, on them as well. And so my daughter's too. And I ask her all the time, like, are you proud of yourself? I mean, she may not know what that means, but as she grows, she will come to understand what that means. And that's already a brick that's in her foundation of herself. Um, I don't know about y'all, but self-love is it's kind of like um, you see it everywhere now. But if you ask like some of your OGs and your family, um, they may tell you what it is, but a lot of them don't practice it. A lot of them doesn't didn't really know what it was. You know what I mean? And so it's hard to teach somebody something that you don't know or that you don't understand. And that's why a lot of topics, especially in the black community, are taboo. Um, a lot of the time we were taught survival. We were taught, hey, keep your chin up. You got to be strong. You got to keep this shit moving because life happens. Um, But there are different ways. So, yeah, like I said, I know there are a lot of topics that I would love to discuss with you all. Um, Today, I just wanted to talk about faith and having that faith within yourself and feeling validated within yourself. Because at the end of the day, nobody is going to have your back like you have your back. Nobody is going to love you like you love yourself. Nobody is going to validate you like you validate yourself. Because a lot of the time that validation comes with preconceived notions. Um, And as I said before, and they may not mean it in a malicious type of way, but they don't see that vision for themselves. And if they can't vision that for themselves, how the hell are they going to vision it for you and validate you where you need it? So... Just remember that everybody's vision is different. Everybody's outlook and their perspectives are different as well. Um, I remember this one. I forgot where I read it. Um, I'm going to have to start writing these things down so I can accurately quote it. (laughs) But um, 
kind of a brief description of it. It was this story um, about a great sculptor. The sculptor sculpted the hell out of tigers, right? And I may be adding my own animals up in there, but y'all going to get the gist of it. <laughs> um the sculptor sculpted the hell out of the tigers. He was the best to do it. You know, his lines was clean. He was the best. And there was this young man who wanted to, um, what's the word? He, he wanted to be under him to learn from him. I, it'll come to me. I can't think of the word right now, but he, he wanted to, um, to be under him and to learn and to be taught um intern i don't know why it took me so long to think of that word but my brain just went blank (laughs) so um so with the sculptor like i said he was the best he did what he did you know he was at the top and so there was this young man that wanted to intern with him and so the the master sculptor is teaching him everything that it is that he needs to learn. You know, like you do the stripes this way, you put this color here, whatever the case may be. Those are just examples. Um, and then now he's like, well, it's your turn, sir. Like, you know, go ahead, show me what you got. And the young man is like, I can't. And he's like, what do you mean? You can't like, you've been interning under me for a little while. Like, what is it? He's like, you sculpt tigers and I see elephants. So you taught me how to sculpt, but the visions are different. And that hit home for me in a certain way because it's like, oh man, like even if someone sits down and shows you step-by-step what it is that you need to do to succeed where you need to succeed, the visions are different. Um, the outcomes are going to be different because you're an individual, you're your own person and your vision may be a little bit different than mine. Um, and so that's just what that story brought home for me is like, I see lions. You mean, you may see bears, somebody else may see tigers, somebody else may see monkeys. And so that just ties back into how our perspectives are different. And for me, your perspective is your reality because that's kind of what you're what you see, you know, a lot of people is what you see is what you believe. Um, and so that's why sometimes I feel that's also where faith comes into play. Um, just because it's like a lot of the times we don't succeed in life because we can't see ourselves doing it. That's why some people that you do see that are successful, they like, I've had this dream, this one vision from, since I can't remember it, like that was my goal. That's what I wanted to do. That's, I just knew that that's what I needed to do. And it's like, you have to manifest that for yourself. And I know a lot of people are skeptical of the word manifest. And I know a lot of people are skeptical. Well, how can you manifest when God gives us everything? But it's like, at the end of the day, God created me. God is within me. I am God, you know, and that's not taken away from what God has done for us or what God has created. But it's like, I am a being of God. They created me. They're within me. So I need to tap into myself. And believe in myself 
and know that I'm covered and know that the universe covers me and know that my ancestors and my spirit guides cover me, that my angels got my back, that they're looking out for me, that my intuition is correct, that my intuition is strong, that my gut health where your intuition lies is strong. We have to be careful what we speak to ourselves and what we think. Now, I'm not saying I think perfectly because I have my days. I have my moments throughout every day where it's like, ah, oh, nah, you sure you want to do this? That's not right. Um, girl, you ain't you ain't doing that shit. You feel me? But it's just about recalibrating. Recalibrating your brain. And thinking positively, you have to be careful with what you speak about yourself. I no longer joke around and say, I'm broke, or I'm this, or I'm that. I I say, seriously, I am wealthy. I'm wealthy in finances. I am wealthy in health. I am wealthy in love. I am wealthy in family. I'm wealthy in opportunities. I am abundance. I am a loving person. I am a kind person. And all things that I align with are aligning with me. And all things that I wish for myself are aligning with me and I will receive them. I am abundant in all my walks of life. And I walk authentically in my power and in my being. And I sit with myself and I work on myself. And this is part of the work where I said faith without works is dead. It's not just you walking towards your opportunities. It's walking within yourself and facing some of those dark parts of ourselves that we don't want to face. That we don't want to face, that we're too scared to face, bringing up some old traumas. But it's like you can't heal from what's hidden. You can't. So you have to bring it up, whether that's going to therapy, whether that's doing yoga and aligning your chakras and doing meditation, um, doing sound bowls, even going to an astrologist, because it's all connected. The day you were born, you were born on it for a reason. The time you were born, you were born at that for a reason. The sky aligned the way that it aligned when you took your breath and you came into this world from the birth canal for a reason. It's all connected. It is all connected. Um, So get to know yourself. And this is part of doing the work. Getting to know yourself, finding the way you take what makes you tick, what you can and cannot stand, um, why you can and cannot stand it, um, and just having self-awareness um, and accountability. Account-a-fucking-ability, yes. Accountability, Um Accountability is is important, you know, um, 
because I feel accountability and self-awareness go hand in hand because sometimes you have people who lash out and they don't even know why they lashing out and then they try to come up to you later on like oh yeah we good and it's like no you came in here like a bull in a fucking china shop you done broke up all my crystals all my glasses my little tea mugs and shit and now you want to sit here as I'm gluing my pieces back together and talk about oh hey um I'm sorry I don't even know why I got that upset so you saying you came up in my shop and you broke all my shit and you don't even know why No, ma'am. No, sir. Like, that's not even what we're about to do. You know what I mean? And if when you start having self-awareness, you can feel when your triggers are starting to be pushed and then you can learn to remove yourself. Um, at least everything that I'm talking about is from my own personal experience. Um, I know when my chest starts to get tight and my breathing becomes a little bit shallow that I may need to step out and take a couple moments to myself because I'm starting to get anxious and I can't decipher why I, why I'm anxious in that moment but if I go take a breath go for a little walk um and just breathe I'll be able to have a conversation with myself and find out what the trigger was and it's all about accountability and self-awareness um so yeah I think these are a couple of things that I'm going to talk about in the future from my own perspectives and my own journey um because I would love to go deeper into these things with you all and to find out exactly how you guys feel um, about it. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining me for my introduction episode of The Noble Queen, um, where we talk about any and everything under the sun, because this is a safe space. Um, may not agree with every perspective, but all perspectives are respected. Um, and it's just about knowing and growing with each other in this journey of life. Um, so yeah, this is me signing off and I can't wait to speak to you all next time. Love and light to you. Have a, an amazing day. Um, and don't let nobody ruin your day. Bye.